Welcome to chapter two. Let's get into the fun stuff. Now that you uh, have the, the intro and knowing the overall business in your mind, now it's time to start marketing. It's time to be the expert. Well, how are we going to do that? Um, I'm going to break it down in this video, but really this is just going to be a ladder of what we're going to be learning in the next 10 courses. Uh, so let's get started. First, start with data. Hands down, number one, this is what you need to do. You need to start with data. Every decision that you make as a company needs to be based on hard truth, facts, data, okay? And anything that you do uh, in terms of running a marketing campaign needs to be tested and then reported on and then you use that data to make it better. And it's just a nice little circle that keeps optimizing itself and you create better ROI, more revenue as a result. If you don't use data, it's gonna be a lot harder um, to really uh, see any results in terms of whatever you may do. Okay. So a lot of companies, um, if you're not a data expert, start learning tools. Here's a tool that I like. Uh, it's power BI I used a handful of companies, Microsoft tool. Uh, basically you can, if you're working with a data scientist, which would be awesome, but if you're not, um, ask the company to plug in some data into this and it should be in real time. But this is just an example that they use on their website. Uh, again, if you go to power BI, uh, that microsoft.com you'll see this and really um, you can build any dashboard that you want in here that's specific to your business so you can see when people are buying what type of customer groups are buying the most what products are selling the most uh, time between purchases uh, cost per acquisition what is it costing you to retain people um, what do specific customer groups how often do they buy what's that time period in between buying and then what you'd want to do is like pinpoint some communication to them if you know that that uh, you know, median or average time be between purchases is like 30 days, then you wanna get in between, you wanna get in front of them maybe at 28 day mark or maybe a little bit before that uh, to just you know keep your brand top of mind, right? So that's just uh, a couple examples. And, and really you wanna use a tool like Power BI or a, sp a similar BI tool um, so that you can move faster, right? This is going about setting yourself up for success starts with data. If you're not being fed what's going on in the company and you don't understand your customers, how the heck are you gonna market to them? So it's important to have a dashboard like this set up so you can move fast and you're not going in Excel and taking 70% of your day to manipulate reports and try to figure out what the data is when you can easily just plug in a bunch of data feeds into a, a dashboard like this and look at it in real time and digest it and understand that, okay, um, let's just see an example over here. I mean units by country sales. So if you're a global company, uh, understanding who, who's the biggest market, you know, US is the biggest market, maybe that's where the focus is, or 70% of the focus is on, on US. And then you can see, okay, where else do we need to focus? Maybe Canada, maybe our ROAS or return is a little bit higher in these because our customers are already there. Um, but if we want to grow, if the company goal is, all right, we need to get uh, sales up in Germany, whatever it may be, then you can go in here and say, okay, well, Germany makes up X percent of our total revenue. And then you can kind of go to senior leadership or whatever it may be and, and say, this is what the investment we're looking for to jump this into this part portion, whatever it is. So this is these aren't great examples on here, but um, an example that I used at um, a big Fortune 500 company um, was just looking at all customer data and then categorizing them and segmenting them into customer groups and then understanding the differences between all of them and then personalizing all of our marketing and communication value adds to those specific particular customer groups. And as a result, we grew a business uh, over 500%. We grew just our email channel, like over a thousand percent. It was absolutely crazy. This leads us to the next one, which is 
growing awareness. Okay. So as you follow these steps, this is what we're going to learn in this. And this is basically just what we need to be an expert in. And then we're going to go into detail about each and every single one of these. I know I just gave an example about the data. We won't do that for all of them, but this is growing awareness, right? So this is the second step in your funnel. Um, how do you make people aware of your brand or your personal brand or your whatever company you're working for? It's important to market where your audience is. A lot of companies default by going on social media. That's fine. The return on that these days is a little bit lower or a lot lower than it used to be. So you have to kind of pay to play to be on those platforms, but they work. Um, but really how do all growing awareness means is how do you get eyeballs on your brand? Um, and then how do you want your branding to be perceived? How do you want your company perceived by those uh, by those potential customers? So that's the second area um, of where you would need to be the expert. And really this comes down to running experiments in each. The next one is typically driving traffic. So whether you're a brick and mortar or e-commerce or you're online, whatever it may be, how do you drive people to your site? By default, people look at um, paid search or SEO. That's a great channel, right? Google is the biggest um, search engine in the world and that's where a lot of people go to figure out where uh, what they wanna buy or you know be educated. Actually, the education part uh, is the second largest uh, search um, engine in the world, which is YouTube. So understanding, putting out content, how do you drive good content or how do you drive traffic to your site? It starts with content um, and what channels do you wanna be on or what type of strategies do you need to, to deploy and then what kind of budgets do you need um, to be basically the industry leader in all those and share the market share for all those eyeballs. So you wanna be on top on Google, you wanna be on top in, in YouTube. And then what does that look like? We'll, we'll, we'll dive in deeper, but typically what that looks like is doing uh, using tools like Google Trends to figure out what keywords need to be there, spying on competitors, we're gonna go into all that stuff. The next one is something that's really overlooked a lot by a lot of marketers, and that's creating an experience. You'll, you'll hear the term UX thrown around there a lot. A lot of people don't know what that means. They just like using it. Uh, but really you have to create an experience, like whether it's brick and mortar or e-commerce or whatever it is, uh, the job isn't done once you drive traffic to the site. You, If someone lands on your site, this is the activation part of that funnel. What's the experiencing the experience you're giving them? And if they're a new, new customer landing on your site for the first time, um, how important is it to kind of sell them on the fact that they should be buying your products? Uh, is it easy? Does the site load fast? Um, is it a clunker? Um, is it, are you giving people just too many options? They're overwhelmed and they bounce. So creating an experience again, how do you do this? You look at competitors that are doing it well. You can look at some things, uh, on Amazon, take that with a grain of salt because Amazon has hundreds, thousands of employees that do that for a living every single day. They're making improvements. Um, but, but creating an experience is basically how do you get someone to buy? And then the next step is, are activating your customers. That's really how to get someone to buy really. Um, so making it easy on them. So they enjoy the experience, whatever it may be. They know the products. Maybe it's easy to be educated on the products. There's great images. There's video on the site. The whole uh, experience is very seamless. Checkout is one click, whatever it may be. You set expectations. You're uh, setting promises in terms of lead time, all that stuff. Offer free shipping. All those things are basically the tools of how you get people to buy. How do you activate your customers? Then one of my favorite steps in growth marketing is how do you retain them? If they're, you know, if you can go back up to the top here and say, okay, let's look at the data. How many are of our customers are repeat customers and what can we do to get that number increased, right? So I've worked for an e-commerce uh, startup, uh, basically went from zero to $30 million in less than two and a half years. And we spent a lot of time on, on retention and it started with data. But once we got someone to buy, we went into overdrive on how do we keep them buying every single, uh, every single month. 
And then lastly, build brand champions. So I like to use the term brand champions. It's basically loyalty. A lot of people will look at loyalty as like, oh, a loyalty program. That's kind of fading out. I'm just being honest. Your gas station down the street has a loyalty program, okay? Um, anyone can build a loyalty partner uh, or build a partner with a, a loyalty campaign or a loyalty platform and build something where you earn rewards and points. It works, but not on the level of all of these things put together. And that is how you measure uh, loyalty in a brand. You look at the data. You look how well your your awareness strategies are. You look at how you're driving traffic. What is your cost per acquisition to acquire someone? Is there a good experience? And then lastly, that measuring stick is the retention. What is your ret- customer retention? And that's how you bet you really measure loyalty. So, in all, build brand champions. Brand champions will advocate for your your brand. Uh, word of mouth is huge now. Uh, you want people to fall in love with the brand and what you guys stand for. Or as a marketer, you need to portray that, right? So use retention as a measuring stick. I'll see you in the next chapter.